Okay, we're ready to go. Welcome to the Brown Spade Podcast Show. Uh, once again, I have my co-host with me, Brother Cleve. What's going on, Brother Cleve? What's going on, Daniel? Today we're talking. Okay, well, today we'll be talking about. But before we begin, press the like, share, and subscribe, uh, and also listen to the uh, the platforms. We are on um, um, iTunes. Uh, I mean, I can I podcast. Um, we're on YouTube live now, and we're also on Spotify. Those are the main ones, and then there's a few others. I don't have them with me right now. So today we're talking about um, the day's subject is uh, DMX, uh, the power of drugs. So unless you've been sleeping up on the rock, uh, if you're our age and in your your forties, you are aware of the uh, the rapper, the entertainer. Uh, DMX. Um, the last we've checked, as far as information concerned, he's he's in a, a vegetative state from a um, appeared to be overdose. Um, according to details, uh, he had a heart attack, which, um, well, led to him now being in in in. Um, a vegetative state and on in ICU on a breather machine. So uh, we're just going to talk briefly about him. And then from there, we're just going to um, extract from that story because I said the power of drugs. So, uh, but because we were, we grew up in the rap era. So we, we just want to, um, you know, since he's still with us in spirit, we're just going to, Reminisce a little bit about some of his some of his music that that, that kind of touched us in a different way. Um, go ahead, brother. What you got, Clay? Well, yeah, it's it's sad um, <clears throat> to see. Like the past two couple of years, I've seen him. Uh, you know, he 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 was he was doing pretty good. You know, um, started doing music. Um, him and the locks reunited and him and Swiss beat reunited. I mean, we even got a chance to see him <clears throat> do the verses him yeah. and him and Snoop. And that's it, right. I he mean, just, that's right. He feeling. just did the verses. Yeah. It was a good feeling because he, he picked up weight. He looked good. You know, yeah. he was, yeah. he was happy. He was enjoying himself, mm-hmm. you know, and, <clears throat> and just over the years of, of, you know, and I, the sad part is, his music, his best music that we enjoy, he, he was in a dark place. Yeah. You know, he was just, but, you know, everybody, you know, going through, you know, through the 80s, through the 90s, you know, 2000, we could relate because of all of the drugs and all of the crime and, you know, all the things that we was going through. So through his music, we actually was able to see his life and feel his pain, you know, um, and, you know, of course, he got in trouble several times, um, you know, and and I really thought he, you know, he, he was turning the corner because <clears throat> Swiss Beat just, you know, just really invested a lot into him because he has an album that's supposed to be dropping real soon. Right. And, and it's just sad that, you know, like, like I, I've seen this movie so many times, whether it's with celebrities, um, or, you know, people, family members, friends, 
people we know, you know, where they turn that corner and then they, you know, they may want to take, you know, one more time or, or they may be around a group of folks, a group of people who is actually, you know, bring them back to, to that, that darkness and, and then they can't come back from it. Like, like what we see with, with DMX. Well, I remember, um, let, me, let me chime in a bit. Um, I just remember, uh, those songs. I was, I was going through some songs, man. And, um, I just wanted to, to uh, uh, mention some of, you know, how, how, it, how it's going down. That was a good oh, yeah. one. You remember that one? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. Oh one. yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite was who we be. Oh man. Yeah. That music, it was very heartfelt. And like you say, oh, his, his yeah. music, his music did put you, his his music was, uh, but it was different from everybody else's music. That's why yeah. I, I liked about him. And you could tell he was coming from a a humble place, but you can also tell that he was uh, he was in a very his music was very dark. Yeah, it was it was direct. It was dark, and you felt it like you you know he oh, wasn't yeah. you know you knew he wasn't just saying stuff just to be saying it. Yeah, and um, we've always heard that he he never denied or tried to um, run from the conversation that he wasn't on drugs. He's always been on drugs since he uh, before he hit the scene. Yeah, before he was fourteen. Yeah, so he was always on that. Uh, um, another one is uh, "Get at Me, Dog." That was a pretty good one. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there was X. Yep, and then uh, what's my name? Yeah, 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 yeah. And my my favorite one. Slipping, <laughs> yeah, I'm slipping. Slipping. Wow. Can't, Can't get, get it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it was it was real though, man. It was yeah, it was right. heartfelt. His, you felt his it. His music was definitely, um, yeah. You know, I mean, you could play it now. It was heartfelt. And, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's timeless. His his music is timeless, really. And um, it, it's a shame that um, a person of his caliber came from where he came from. Um, Overcame all the odds, except mm-hmm. except the addiction of drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, he he his song, his first three albums went went number one. Because remember, well, he did the first it, CD, it, it, and then the second the, time I, he did a double say, CD. The second album was a double CD. I want to say he was the first artist to have two albums in one year. That is correct. Or platinum or something like that. That is correct. But the second album was a double album. Yeah. 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 It was a double yeah. album. Yeah. And uh, man, the man put out, he put out hot, hot songs, put out hot music, man. Uh, he represent that Rough Riders. I mean, he he pretty much, man, he he was their guy. You know, he was their oh, number one. Yeah, he was, was their number one guy, you know. He was their breadwinner. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, and then later he even, you know, as he advanced through his rap career, he even uh, got into movies and his his acting wasn't bad at all. You know, yeah, it wasn't, and that's it when wasn't. people start, you know, trying to uh, compare him to Tupac and stuff, which I think is unfair. But you know, that's what we do. That's what people do. You know, they like yeah. to compare. You know, um, but yeah, man. So I just wanted to. Uh, I mean, I know he's not, you know, cleared the season or anything like that. I just want to pay my respect and and homage to uh, to uh, DMX and um, you know. If he can recover through this, uh, um, may may the powers that be, you know, yeah. time will tell. That's the best yeah. way I can put it. Time will tell. And he has an album that's coming out. Um, 
And he was just um, on the Breakfast Club. I mean, not the Breakfast Club. He was just on um, Drink Champs. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. just on Drink Champs. So. I've seen him on there. Yeah, I saw him on there, too. And, uh, you know, yeah. and even then, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Khalid, the first thing hit my mind was, I was like, dang, man, like, he should be around, you know, this drinking this swear. That was just my, that's the first thing <laughs> hit my mind, you know, but yeah. I was like, okay, but, well. But, but, but one, one thing about him is you, you, you can't influence him like that. Yeah. Like, if he want to do it, he going to do it. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah. he, he's not he's not one like, hey man, you know, try this, and he'd be like, I don't know, no. If he want to do it, he's gonna do yeah, it. He's gonna it, do it. it. Yeah. He he's his his when he's in a room, it's like it's like he he he's the the, the powerful voice in the room. Like I, I remember, um, they did an interview with him, and this was this was probably like two thousand one. Mm-hmm. And they was they was in like a little cipher. They was all in there freestyling and rapping or whatever. And everybody was going, 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 doing their thing. And when it came to him, everybody got. I'm talking about we had Jay Z. We had yeah. I mean, you had some heavy hitters in that in that in that group. Yeah, right? because they were on tour. Right, 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 right. And when he started, that was that. Uh, that what, what was the name of that tour? Hard knock. It was in hard knock life, was it? Um, no, no, it was not the first one. It was called something else. I forget what it was. It was something. I remember else. the tour I, because I, I was actually supposed to go to that concert, but I didn't go. Yeah. Um, I forget, but they had, that 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 lineup was a beast. Yeah, it was. It was a beast. Yeah, that was some. That was some. Uh, you had Rockefeller. Yeah, you had. Um, it was. It was the three. It was the three. It was the three top um um, um labels. Yeah. Um uh, in, in New York at the time. Him. Yeah, it was Murder Inc., Rough Riders, and um Rockefeller. Rockefeller, yeah. Yeah, those was the three yeah. that was at the time all of them was out and they was just they was pretty much uh they was they was leading the pack, you know, at the time. Yeah. They really they yeah. had their time in the sun. So yeah, yeah, man. So um Yeah, so when I you know, like I say, when I f- first heard this man, uh it was it was um you know, it was saddening to me that, you know, for anybody to be on drugs, let me say that. But then, you know, I know a lot of people, they, uh, you know, they get all t- all uh, emotional when it comes to celebrity or whatever. But anyway, I'm just trying to switch the gears and just talk about us on a um, on a much more common, common level. Um, because a lot of, you know, we've been through, and when we talk about addiction and the power of drugs, um, we've had someone in our family uh, that was close and dear to us that been on drugs that we know. Uh, that was on drugs and still on drugs, you know. And um, so I thought about I thought about my brother, you know what I'm saying, uh, my second oldest brother. And I just thought about him, and I was like, man, you know, and it just lets you know that addiction is a sickness, you know. And if a person can really just, just you know, with the snap of the finger change their mind, they would. Mm-hmm. I, I really believe they would. But that just lets you know the uh, the power of drugs and uh it's not easy you know it's easy to make that choice but it's 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 a it's a battle it's an uphill battle uh trying to recover from drugs so you know um and my advice to anybody don't don't even try it it's not even worth it it's not and, worth and, it and addiction comes in all all different <laughs> forms too because i've known people to you know get get surgery you know get on you know, pain pills or medication or whatever. 
and and they become addicted, you right, know. Right. And I mean, I, I I've I've heard so many stories of that when you know um, of people getting you know addicted to you know to pain pills and 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 different things like that. Um, and like you were saying, you know, I have had family over the years that you know that that have came. You know, when because we talk about a pandemic or whatever, but we never really talk about during the, the crack era, the epidemic. Yeah, we we never the we crack, never really talk the about crack epidemic, epidemic that came through <clears throat> you know, the crack era, the eighties right. and the nineties that that wiped out <clears throat> communities. I'm talking about it came through there like yeah, like Corona just wiped. I mean, it just wiped out. Communities. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I it was worse than Corona. Oh, it definitely was. Oh, yeah. It was worse. Yeah, it, it was, was worse than Corona. Was, and and was, and because it was targeted it, it, just to us. It was targeted it was just targeted for us, us, yeah. us and in the Latino community. That yeah, is correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. And, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was gonna say, and and you know, it came through. I, you know, when I lived in New York, it came through through Brooklyn, New York, through the neighborhoods. Like, woof. Yeah, and and the crazy thing is, they talk about you know how crack came to America and how it got there, or whatever, and it hit our neighborhoods, and no one in my neighborhood was from any of those countries to where it should have even came to our neighborhoods. Like, how did it get there? You know? Yeah. But of course, that you know that's a different story, but it came through, and and it just it just wiped our neighborhoods. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I mean, crack, uh, the drugs are, are very powerful. And, uh, as far as the black community, um, I want to say right after the Vietnam, uh, the Vietnam war, uh, there was the, uh, the heroin addiction. Mm-hmm. So they was, they was wrestling with that. And then in the late seventies, early eighties, here come crack, man. And it came and, um, it 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 took it made bad it made good people do a lot of bad things mm-hmm. you know it it took that single mom that made that bad choice it pulled her out of the home and those kids were pretty much raising themselves you know eating eating ramen noodles um you know i remember i had a fr- i had a well i had a I had a friend, his his mom was on drugs, man. And I know, and I used to just look at his face and I just knew he was kind of, you know, trying to be tough, I guess. Or maybe he was just numb to it, you know. And to this day, I, I would still say that it affected him a certain way. I still I still can say, uh, in my humble opinion, that it, it he's not performing at his full potential because of that. You see what I'm saying, Clay? Mm-hmm. Um, I know for me, like with my brother, my second oldest brother, I mean, he was my hero. So, you know, he got on, I was like in the sixth grade, man. I didn't know what this stuff was. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, and this man was in high school doing his thing and I'm in elementary school and he was my hero because, you know, I lost my father at an early age. So when I saw him performing, you know, basketball, you know, nice, handsome guy, had the girls, 
you know, had a had a little ride. It was a little hoopty, but it was a ride. And and I was like, man, you know, I was inspired. You know what I'm saying? Uh, not too much about basketball because I didn't want to play basketball because he was playing basketball because they just thought that's what I was supposed to do. So that what made me look for look at a different sport. But but I I just I just when I I just remember, man, just it used to hurt me so much. You know. Every time I saw him, man, I, I, it, anger just came all over me. Um, and I used to try to talk to him sometimes. You know, this was years ago because at this time I'm a teen. And at this time I'm actually I'm out here in the streets, you know, doing, you know, doing my thing because either he was on one extreme or he was on the other. So um, and it, it but every time I saw him, man, I used to be just disappointed. I was disappointed. I was hurt. Um, and to see him just go from one extreme, have everything going his way. Uh, I mean, a great student, had the opportunity to go to college, you know, um, had scholarships waiting on him. And he just he just blew it. You know, he just blew it. And because he made that one bad decision because he thought getting high uh, was a cool thing. And... Um, as a result of that, to this day, he's still on drugs. And I was in the sixth grade, so that's crazy. You know, that that is crazy. Uh, the flip side to that coin is, you know, people think that, you know, just the, the drug dealers, I mean, the drug, um, uh, drug addicts are just addicts. But what people don't understand is people are also addicted to selling drugs. That's an addiction. Mm-hmm. Because once yeah. when you start making money, money, fast, money, yeah, that 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 puts something in your head. You know, it's it's almost like a um, I forget the thing what it's called when it hits your brain. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, it's like a when you're dwarfing or something like that. But anyway, I think it's something like when you you know when you um, do something and it it, it puts something in you, it feeds something to your brain like an addiction. So that's what they do. It's the same thing they do when uh, video games, same thing you do, you know, if you was making love and, you know, you reach a climax yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that type of thing. So, yeah, this is all. So, again, but they're addicted to selling drugs as well. And a lot of people don't even realize that, you know, for the ones that, I mean, back in that era. I can't speak for now because I'm, you know, so far disconnected from that 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 life. But, but yeah, man, so. I understand how my friend, how he felt because I had a, you know, I have a brother that was, uh, where it was, is, uh, still on it. And to this day, I don't know if my friend, he never talks about his mom. You know, um, I don't even ask, you know, I don't even ask, but I'm, I'm curious to, to, I, I would, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if she was still battling with that addiction because that crack stuff, man, it, it came in and it it did some harm. I mean, it sent a lot of a lot of young guys to prison. The power of drugs it, it sent a lot of it sent a lot of young black men uh, to an early grave. Yeah, you know, I mean, you had people friends turning on friends. You know, people who've been knowing each other for years was cool coming through. You know, the schoolyard together, and now. They're walking around. We're talking about during our era. We're talking about these um, late 80s, early 90s. They're walking around with um, automatics and machine guns, stuff like that. So it's crazy, man. So 
for us to come through that era, I think um, <laughs> uh, it's def- definitely a blessing. You know, mm-hmm. definitely a blessing. Um, I mean, I wish my brother well. I would love to see him overcome it one day. You know, and from time to time, well, you know, periodically, you know, I, I normally go check on him. But now, since they did that renovation in the area where he used to reside, I don't, I really don't know where he is. I mean, I can't pinpoint right now. But I could just make a f- couple of phone calls. I can find him. But um, yeah, man, it's it, it's crazy. It's crazy. And yeah, it, it is. It is. I, I, you know, I lost a lot of um, family members to it. You know, the power of drugs, whether it was using or selling it. Mm-hmm. You know, and the sad part is a lot of a lot of family members and friends and stuff. I mean, a lot of them I lost before they even hit twenty, twenty five. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Because it, it, it's it's like the, they took the jobs out of out of the communities and they replaced it with drugs. Yeah, you know. And not to say that we had to, you know, to, you know, people had to take that route, but, you know, at the time, you know, people wanted to, you know, they wanted to be be able to provide for their family. And, you know, with the opportunities now, it's different. But back then, it wasn't opportunities you have right now. Well, Cleve, I'm going to say this, though. I mean, I, I respectfully disagree. Because when you think, if you could think back, most of the the ruckus was coming from people who were who were young. Yeah. So so, what I'm saying is 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 because you know, I mean, <laughs> it was it was a choice that was made because it was it was the op- the opportunity was just there for 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 most the opportunity was yeah, just okay. there. You most just it, it it was just like a no it was like a no brainer. You like shit if I can make. Uh, uh, you mean to tell me I can make five hundred dollars a day, <laughs> and I have to work two weeks to get five hundred dollars if I go flip burgers? I mean, the, it was just but, but, but most of the the fathers were were locked up. Yeah, a that's that's true. But but in our and, and and it was passed on from them seeing their fathers and uncles and stuff like that. It's just when it came when it came our turn, mm-hmm. we took it to a whole nother level. Well, you know, but that was I think all of it was well. <laughs> I mean, I could I can honestly say that was by design too. And I'm a, yeah, but but was. but 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 I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like the CIA bringing the drugs in and then like that. I'm just no. talking about what happened was the older guy, the guys that was old enough were that was in their twenties. They didn't want to take the chances, the penitentiary chances. So somebody come up with a wild, wild idea. But the youth. If I tell the youth to hold it, if he get caught or whatever, he getting out. He's getting out the same day. You know, the worst case scenario, he get out the same the next day. So yeah. that was the beginning of the for putting it in the youth hand. You know, that mm-hmm. was that was that was some of, that was some internal decisions being made by. The so-called G's at the time. Do you agree? Oh yeah, yeah. That that it, it went down like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Because they were like, man, shoot, I can, man, I got to pay. I got to get a lawyer. I got to go get this. Where, 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 you know, the the older guy say, look, you go either you go to school 
or you make money. Yeah. And and I, I, I've seen it to where he told me, he said, look, you're not going to make the grade, so you might as well make the money. <laughs> he said, I just know you. You're not going to make the grades, so you might as well make the money. Now, the ones that will make the grade, they tell them, hey, go to school, man. But the ones they wasn't, right? come on, man, make this money. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. It, it's um, and, and, it's and crazy. The, the crazy thing is, Daniel, I, I've lived in three major cities. I, well, I've lived in, I lived in three states and several major cities and it was the same thing. Yeah. Everywhere. Just college. different faces. It was the same thing. That's when I started looking, saying like, this can't, it can't possibly s- slip past an area to where people who have money to travel and see Right, the drugs coming through. Right. It comes straight to the places where people who can't even afford to go to these places where the drugs is coming from. Right, like, like, yeah, I started sitting back, right, looking like, like this is designed this way. Absolutely, no doubt about it. And and I, I mean, it it took over. I seen nurses, you know, go yeah. from nurses to to. To you know, yeah, drug addicts. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen. You know, then we we then then you got to also think the power of drugs of how, like like I look at it like this. I was having a conversation with a friend, and I told him I said, "Listen, I said you know all this crazy stuff that we see right now." I say, and we we looking at these twenty and thirty year olds, and not everybody. But some of the stuff I said, do you remember when we used to see, you know, um, ladies and men or ladies that was on drugs and they was pregnant? Mm-hmm. I said, what do, what do you think happened with those kids? They was they 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 was nine times out of ten, you yeah. know, addicts. <clears throat> I said, so this stuff that we see now, yeah, some of it is, you know, from from. You know, drugs coming through the neighborhood and affecting these these mothers. Yeah, it's the after effect, right? Yes, yeah, the after effect. Yeah, and that, that's the kid you see. That's why a lot of it don't surprise me when you hear the stuff that they're doing. You like, he did what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's that's the that's the domino effect. Yeah, man. And he was like, I looked at it like that. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you think those babies went? Yeah, they they are yeah. they are amongst us. And the thing is, if if you, it, it's sad because we we normally turn our backs on you know people that we know that have addiction because you know they will hurt you. Right. And I'm not talking about really physically, but just financially. Yeah, they they will drain they will drain you financially. Yeah. They will also drain you emotionally. Yeah. You know. But but, but it it has <clears throat> to be a way that that you know you could get your loved ones some help. You yeah. Know? Well, the thing is, Cleve, the thing is this, and like I say, man, it's been many days, years ago, many days. <laughs> I, 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 I've, I've talked to, I talked to my brother. I used to, talk, I used to talk to him about trying to get it together until I had to come to the realization, man. Um, he got to want to do it. He has he to got to want to, I can't want, I wanted it more than he did, you know, excuse me. <clears throat> 
I wanted I wanted it more than he did. And one day, man, I tell I tell you, man, I, I woke up, man, and I told myself, you know what? I said, man, I, every time I see him, I'm getting angry. If I'm not getting angry, we're fussing with, um, with each yeah. other. <laughs> when I was out there peddling, you know what I'm saying? I used to try to test me, you know what I'm saying? I just remember those. I remember those days, man. You know, even when I was out, there, like I said, when I was out there doing my thing, man, he would. I would have to. He would try me. <laughs> yeah, man. And I don't even want to talk about what I, you know. But anyway. <laughs> But uh, but it, it, we we we've all seen seen that with yeah you know, man yeah so I mean but I'm a, I will I will but I will say this but I will say this um if he ever reached out and one and I do remember one time well let me say this I do remember one time where he did he did try you know get some help I think he got in some program when he had you know got incarcerated because he always went to, you know if he get, went to jail for something petty he didn't go for nothing serious so it wasn't it wasn't like he was doing some time so this time he got out uh, they had you know had an apartment for him he shared the apartment with other people um, and that was cool man I I was happy for him and I was there so let me say that too I was there I was there um, if he needed something um, I, you know it wasn't it wasn't a problem for me to to you know do something whatever he needed at the time because I saw that he was trying. So again, that addiction, man, it's it's not easy to shake. It's not easy to shake at all. But it, even right. if even if he came now and you know, making another attempt to do it right, I would still extend my arm to to help. I will say that. Yeah. yeah. But as long but as if he don't ask, I I can't volunteer him to do something that he don't want to do. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, I just have to fall back, you know, and, you know, I'm here, you know, and and I always do my little periodic run and, and you know, check, yeah, check I, in I, on him, let my mom know I, he's okay. Because, again, it, it's a domino effect as far as that's why I say emotional because, you, 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 you know, my mom, you know, if your mom's still living, it affects your mother. Your mother don't want to see you in that way, you know, whether it's a male or female, you know what I'm saying? Because you're still somebody child. You see what I'm saying? So it's like. You know, when I was checking on them, you know, before they, you know, did the relocation thing, I, I would go tell my mom, you know, okay, he's okay. You know what I'm saying? Every time I see him, oh, he's okay. I, I, I stopped by that the other day. He's okay. You know, and she she would love to hear that. So I knew that she would love to hear that. So I would do that uh, just to give her a sense of comfort to let her know that her child that's going through his dealing with his, his addiction is okay. That gave that made. I'm quite sure she slept better that night because I gave her some some, some type of confirmation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I and I would I would shoot through there and see him every now and then. Yeah. And, and give you updates on you know on how he's doing. Um, but I I I just wonder what what programs are out there you know for for people like and and I know they have programs out. Right. But most of the time, to me, it would make sense when a person get locked up. That's when you got their attention. Yeah, yeah. That's when you got their full attention. Right. It would make sense to me that they they know when these these people come in there, you know, for drug addiction. You know, I, I just wonder what programs do they have in there that would you know to 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 help 
help these people. Right. You know, that are, because you, you, they, they come in there as addicts. Mm-hmm. And the only reason why they're not, you know, um, actually out, you know, are not in jail doing it because they can't get access to it. Right. But That's the only reason why they're clean. Correct. Correct. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a possibility that nine times out of ten, they're going right back to the same thing. That is correct. Which I know they feel like, hey, it's on them to decide what they want to do. But I really, I strong, I wonder what type of program they got for, you know, guys who go in there, you know, for addiction and, and what that looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I will say this. I think that they have programs in place. But honestly speaking, I don't think there's enough programs in place, you know. And honestly speaking, you know, since we're talking about the power of drugs, honestly speaking, <laughs> they don't want I, a program. The, they don't want a program. <laughs> I mean, the, the 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 honestly speaking, the country want drugs in the country. Yeah, it. it, it I hate know. to say it, but it moves. It circulates the economy. It, it balances off the economy. Well, I mean, it's it's safe. It's what a lot of people don't understand is that. Um, the system, the way the system, it supports the system. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why people don't understand that, you know, when the drug dealer, the police is, and they have informants on the streets, people think they're getting away. There's nobody really getting away unseen and unheard, unknown. But what happens is they allow you to build yourself up mm-hmm. to think that you're getting away. And they make the, and the bigger you are, the bigger the case. The bigger the case, the more money is spent. That's why they don't worry about too much. They don't worry. They don't flinch too much on, on the small, the small fry. They want the big fries. So that's why they let them build up over a period of years. You know, they let they let a couple of them fall off here and there because they understand there's going to be some turmoil. Somebody going to have problems with the other one. Somebody might get you know a couple of people might get knocked off, killed or whatever. They understand that. And they let the government allow them to do that. They're not going to tell you that. And then once when they feel like you are either posing a threat or you're big enough to go ahead and and, and let's take this thing to trial because, um, yeah, he has enough money to pump back into the system. That's the part that um, we, most of us, don't understand. So now, with with that being said, now you have to go pay for representation, which is a lawyer. Um, he's going to take your money. You have accumulated things uh, that proceed to be called assets. They're going to freeze those. Unless you, and if you got to miss somebody's name, everything go in disarray. So you, you're paying for that. Uh, you're paying for a bond. You got to pay for a bond. You start trying to sell things if you're desperate for money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You start getting off some things. Okay, let me sell this car. You know, uh, let me get out of this. You know what I'm saying? Let me sell this watch that I paid, you know, X amount of dollars for because now they're on you. So they don't understand that that is the way. Um, that's the way the system works. And and then on top of that, they're gonna try to work a deal with you to find out who you're dealing with, who you know, you know, and and it's a domino effect. Well, yeah, they just they yeah, but yeah, yeah, they want to see how strong you are. 
Yeah. And they start fresh. They got new guys working that corner. Yeah. And they're going to watch yeah. them for the next three or four years. Right. It's a cycle, man. It, 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 it's, it's a cycle, but they don't understand. If you're going, if you're going, if you're going in a, a neighborhood where it's, it's drug infested and you walk down the street, and, I, and I'm not in the street, nowhere close, I can, I can spot who's out here doing what. So yeah. if I can spot, and I'm not even in the streets, you don't think the police can spot it too? I mean, they but not only that, though, yeah, but clearly they have informants on the streets, though. That's yeah, what people don't understand. Absolutely. And now, and now, it's not like when you know when me and you was coming up. Now they have informants and cameras. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, man, they know what's going on. They know who's who. I'm telling you, the cameras are rolling, and they zoomed in. They see what's going on. They see everything. They see everything. Yeah. So for these, these, you know, these these young kids. These youth, the youth out here in the, in, in the inner city thinking they're getting away with something, they're not. They're not. They're just waiting on your time. That's it. That's it. You know, and that's the we just have to realize, man, that you know, um, it is not in your best interest to get involved. Not at all. Not at all. It's not, and they, and they, and the time that they're giving. You know, for a non-violent crime, is is yeah, is ridiculous. Yeah, they're giving you football numbers now. You are gonna get yeah, some football they numbers. numbers. They're not giving you slap on the wrist or whatever. They're giving you twenty-one, right? 18, right. Right. I, I seen I seen a dude. They they I can't remember what court case it was. They saw getting that boy one hundred and five years, man. Well, you know damn well you ain't gonna live one hundred and five. I said, goodness gracious. When you know, when you know darn well, you're not going to live, well, see. Excuse me. 105 years. They That's crazy. Them up and they're going to give him more time. <laughs> right. Like, goodness like, man, you're going to wake up still, but you're going you to die. And, and when you <laughs> reincarnate, you're going to be locked up again. <laughs> it's crazy, man. It's crazy. And the thing is, you know, I, I've been blessed to to have, you know, you know, really just went through the eighties and the nineties and, mm-hmm. you know, got caught up not to say I wasn't, you know, out in that environment or out, you know, you know, being a, a, a black teenager in the, in the eighties or the nineties, but yeah, you know, I, I, I said, you know what? Like I, I, I just watched, and I, and I, and I, it's almost like you, I stepped outside my body and I just watch people. And I always say, you know what? This is a phase. This is a phase for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not going to um, pursue any of these things. You know, this is just something that I see. And, you know, I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't, especially when I started losing loved ones, you know. Yeah. You know, people that was close to me, you know, I seen, I seen all of my, my, you know, older, you know, relatives who I look up to. Right. Even here, either they was going to the jail. Yeah. Or they, you know, they was leaving here in the, in the casket. And yeah, man, it's, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. I was like, I, 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 I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm and I'm quite sure you know most most of our listeners they can relate. There's always somebody in our family that is, um, you know, that's an, uh, an 
an addict of something, some type of substance abuse, whether it's alcohol or even, you know, like we said, drugs or whatever. And I think now, man, to me, it's more scarier now because now it's, it's, it's the youth, they're on the, they're on the drugs and they thinking it's okay. Yeah. Because it's, again, it's, it's, it's being labeled as it's okay. So, you know, they dealing with what these is Percocets, Xanax, yeah. uh, what I'm missing. <laughs> oh, what, opioids or whatever you go. Well, it's, yeah, well, yeah, opioid, but opioids more of the you know uh, that's more of the the rural urban kid. I mean, uh, the rural kids doing that. You know, most of the, uh, but the inner city kids, they're they're pop. Well, well, let me take that back. They popping pills on both. They popping pills in the, in the urban as well as suburban area. That is true. That is true. But so the thing about it is, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was saying. I'm, I I can't remember who I was talking to because um, when I got my knee surgery, mm-hmm. I got my knee surgery. Who was I talking to? I can't remember. And they asked me, what was I taking for penny pills? I'm like, why? I, no, I told them, I said, I said, I really ain't taking nothing. I said, I'm just pushing through it because mm-hmm. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to, I don't like that feeling of, of you know, waking up and I got to realize why I'm mad and all that. I was like, right. nah, I don't like that feeling. They were like, well, you know, if you do get some, you know, whatever you got left, let me get them. Yeah. And I'm like, let you yeah. get them for what? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm that's like, the thing now. It's, it's, it's prescription drugs, man. It's like it's crazy. Yeah. And that's a whole nother. That's what I'm saying. That's a whole nother way because when we grew up, Cleve, uh, I mean, you it was, you know, for the, the average a person would do. I'm talking about that was a youth was cigarettes and maybe marijuana, right? That was it. Now, as we got into the crack era, you know things kind of. Ch- but still, everybody kind of. It was the older people still the addicts, and the mm-hmm. younger people were you know kind of the dealers type the of dealer, thing. Yeah. And uh, but we were you know that's why. I'm, but now, man, it's, it's cool for them to be. To say, you know, they popping these pills and they think it's okay. And it's crazy. You know, so for for so now the average the average youth, when you think about it, man, the average youth is probably okay, you gotta include that they, they definitely smoke marijuana. They take alcohol and at least pop them one or two pills. That's like four different substances right there. You see what I'm saying? So can you imagine? What is what they're gonna will that brain gonna look like when they're 30, 35 years old? If 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 that's if they continue doing it on a consistent level. When they get older, yeah, it's gonna have some effects. Old old folks get they're gonna get it a whole lot younger. Yeah, they're gonna get it very younger. That's what I'm saying. So it's they're gonna get all of that at a young age, man, because And and we don't know we don't even know the effects with this hookah stuff either. Let me say that too. They y'all don't know what (laughs) <laughs> Y'all don't know what's in that stuff, and I was guilty too. I was I, I, when they first came out. I had me a hookah thing too. Like this. I was told from a person that that's from Dubai that said, "Y'all United States, the way they do it." He said, "Y'all gonna have problems later on." He said, "Because yeah. they don't even do it right." Right. He said, they "Don't do it right." Right. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at it. You got all these different color tobaccos. When you know a damn tobacco is not red, you know a tobacco is not green. So you know they're putting these chemicals on top of it to have this fragrance, this aroma of different. I mean, man, we're dealing with a lot of crazy things, man. The best thing, 
I would tell anybody, man, just pull back. You know, pull yeah. back. I mean, and, and again, I, you're an adult. You do what you want to do for those that are adults. But I'm just saying, but if, if if you're not trying to get caught up, don't. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easy. It's easy. Alcohol as well. Yeah. You know, I, I people abuse. Yeah. Abuse like hell. And to me, I. I, a, a per, so people, people that get drunk, it, it's a, that's a different type of monster, man. That's yeah. a different. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. They say a drunk person speak a sober mind. Yeah, some people I don't even want to be around when they drunk. Yeah, you know, and it, me, I don't drink, so right. I don't hang out in places where they drink because I right. don't drink, and I don't want to, you know, be uh, you know what they consider goody two shoe, but I don't want to be around that because right. I don't, I, I don't. I don't care to, you know, to. I've I've never. Let me say this. I I do drink, but I don't I don't get drunk. Let me say that. Um, and I can remember as early as in my twenties when I was old enough to drink. When I went out, I've I've always had a two drink minimum. Mm-hmm. I've always had a two drink minimum, but I never, I never saw the. What was the benefit of me over drinking? Let me say mm-hmm. that. Once when I feel that little tipsy, that little buzz, I'm, that's it for me. I'm good, you know. Um, but I've never been the person that that overdrink. That just never been me, yeah. you know. Um, but you know, I sit from time to time. I was younger, uh, Daniel. I, did, I just never got the urge to drink. I never got yeah. the urge to drink or smoke. Right, right, I, right. Never because I like to. I like to. Um, Watch my surroundings. Right. So I guess I guess it was like a paranoid thing. No, it's not a. It's 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 a. Um, you, it's a human nature thing. You're supposed to be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> well, uh, that that's the first I, law: self preservation. I, I never, you know, yeah, care to do it. Now I'll be home, and you know, me and the wife may, you know, drink some wine or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. As far as um, I'm public. I just I don't. Yeah, but me and my wife, when we go out, you know, again, even with me and her go out, two drink minimum. That's it. Yeah. You know, two drink minimum. Even It's just me and her, two drink minimum. That's it. I stick to it. <laughs> That's because it. You don't, you don't have to be drunk. You don't have to be drunk to have a good time. Right, right. And, you know, and even if I'm drinking, like, champagne, we don't even finish the champagne that day. I just finish it the next day, whatever left and over. I, I have been in places, you know, like back in the days when we we, we was like in the nineties and even two thousand, we go go to the spot. Like I remember, it's a club, um, um, MJQs. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm not. I said, you know, I, I'm not going to drink anything. I'm, you know, I'm just. I, I'm really the guy standing there, just watching everything. Right. This guy came and stood beside me. And he started smoking something that smelled like skunk. <laughs> and when I tell you, I was high. <laughs> so yeah, you got a uh, contact. <laughs> I, was, I was high and I was mad because I'm like, I shouldn't even be in here. He he was smoking that Pepe. Clean. He was clean. He was smoking that Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> he was smoking that. <laughs> Outdoor, back door, <laughs> underground. I mean, oh, man, I, was, that's crazy. I was going. <laughs> yeah. I was going so much to you know how you you because I was leaning up against the wall, you know, 
and he came over there smoking and it hit me. I'm in hell and all this stuff. Then when I went to get up and walk, <laughs> it's like it's like the door kept going further and further. Yeah, as was, I walked. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was so mad, man. That's crazy, but man. It, it it is crazy because like like back in the days that that didn't even affect me. You know, I we used to go to the clubs and stuff. People you know, smoking and right. it never bothered me. Yeah. But being that I was not, you know, I haven't been around it in so and long. And that's what gets you I, when you haven't been around it. It hit it hit though. That's when it hit you the hardest. Absolutely. Yeah, it 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 not me. Yeah, I was I was out. I was out. And that yeah. was years ago. Yeah. That was years ago, but but yeah, the dr- drugs is 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 definitely have um, it is damaged families, man. Yeah, damaged families. Um, I, I've you know I remember talking to my um daughter, and, and I, that's what used to scare me because when they get up into middle school and high school, you know that's when all that stuff started being introduced to them. Right. And I remember having a conversation with her about, um, you know, look, don't one one because we used to talk about just drinking, like, right. You know, you don't, you don't want to start drinking early. Right. Just don't. Right. You, you I, don't. I, I would tell you, you are athlete. You you know, you athletic. You don't want to start that. Yeah. You know, because it, it will affect you in the long run. And then as far as drugs, you know, we were like. People change when they do drugs, and you don't want to be around that. Yeah, because you never know. Right, you never know. A person, a person, you know, will will become violent when they when they hire a drunk. Right, a person will come, you know, you know, start trouble and start problems when they hire a drunk. And I used to tell her, like, you 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 got that sense like me. Just pay attention to your surroundings. And you don't have to. You don't have to be drunk or high to get to have a good time. Matter of fact, if you get drunk or high, you ain't gonna remember having a good time. So why would you do it? And you feel like crap waking up. Yeah. Yeah. So um, once again, um, before we close out, uh, like, share, and subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify. Copy RSS, and now we're on YouTube. Please like, share, subscribe, support these brothers. Um, and so in closing, uh, brother Cleve. So in closing, um, what are your words? Your last words, brother. My last words. Um, my you know. We have we have a lot of celebrities that uh, we have lost to drugs. Um, we have a lot of family members and friends that we lost to drugs. Um, and I, I I think that we have to have more conversations about um, what that looks like. You know how we can you know get information to our kids. You know to to so they won't even go through the things that we went through. You know, it, it's the internet is, is serious, and you can, you know, you can be exposed to a lot, but at the same time, you still gotta have this conversation, you know, with your kids and with your your loved ones and your family. And listen, if you know anybody, 
you know, that's dealing with drugs, dealing with, you know, substance abuse, you know, if, if you can reach out to them, talk to them, or try to even get them help. I know it's not as easy as it, you know, it, it seems, but, you know, you got to try to get them help. Um, my, my heart goes out to, you know, DMX kids and his family because, you know, it, it's hard to, to lose someone like that. But, um, yeah, just, just try to get help if you're dealing with it, if you know somebody that's dealing with it. Okay. Um I just want to say, uh, may the Most High can, uh, the Most High will have the last word with uh, Brother DMX, and I, my prayers and condolences go to his family. Um, but us out here, us regular folks, you know, um, we all have somebody in our family on some type of substance abuse. But again, is you can have this discussion if if they're if the conversation allows itself to um but you again you can't help anybody that want that don't want to help and that's the thing so um i'm going to say this again uh for my brother if you're listening or you see this tape one day if anytime you need the help man just reach out you know um i'm always here i'm a phone call away and what we have to understand that people that look like us black people in particular there there is it says a war on drugs it's not a war on drugs I personally believe that there is a war against us and we have to smarten up and stop falling for the traps we can't blame nobody it's our bad decision making that's it point blank period that's all I'm gonna say 